0: Hi, and welcome to 3-Dog Yoga. This is a 60-minute flow class taped live on Zoom. It's a detox practice, beginning of a week of detox practices. It focuses on lining up the body in the most appropriate way for breathing. And what that does to help us detox is, well, a lot. Uh, most of what our body does in getting rid of what we don't need happens with our exhale. And so we're getting, in this practice, the tools of posture lined up so that later in the week we'll use the alignment that helps us breathe in order to take on postures that really help to wring out and release the stuff that we hold in our muscles, our organs, et cetera. So grab a block if you have one, a couple if you have to. If you've got something to sit on, that can help we start in Hero's Seat, and that'll get explained in just a few moments. Enjoy. Hey, welcome. This week we're gonna focus in on detox practices, so, First, you're probably not toxic or you wouldn't have been able to log into Zoom and be sitting here with a smile on your face. But second, what we mean when we say detox in the context of yoga um, is helping things move through our system and ultimately out of our system. The number one way the body does that is through breathing. There's other uh, processes of elimination we won't talk about, but breathing is definitely the center of the yoga practice um, as well as sweating, if you're in in that kind of room. And then the movement of stuff through our body, getting hydration through our tissues, getting our our organs and joints, what we call the squeeze and soak of twists and bends. So those are the things we'll focus in on in the practice is moving, getting things to call for hydration in our body. And then the the twisting, squeezing, soaking kind of postures that help things uh, kind of ring out from Whatever might be in there, um, and then finally we'll we'll take some good time for relaxation of the nervous system, which just helps everything, like everything. So that's what we'll be doing this session, the 4:30 session throughout the week. If you have special requests, I'm glad to add those in. So if you need like a side of hip opening or a side of uh, you know downward facing pigeon pose, you uh can write those into the chat and we will take care of them we're gonna start in any comfortable seated posture so Maureen you're already there anyway you can be cross-legged you can be uh, sitting on blocks you can take hero seat I'm gonna move back to the mat and take on hero seat with blocks so if you have blocks they're great to stack one on top of each other and then align yourself in hero seat if it's new to you the, uh, the idea of hero seat it's kneeling on your shins most of us are helped by a block underneath the hips this idea of uh, hero can really help those of us that sitting cross-legged sends us into a little slump in the low back uh, hero can be one way that you align your body uh, more appropriately from the hips ribcage head without tension through the hip flexors. So that's what we're going for. That's why we're boosting the hips up. That being said, any comfortable position. And go ahead. Begin by closing your eyes. And send your awareness into your body. Note the sensations. If your seat is truly comfortable for you. Sometimes we've had such a day of it that we don't even recognize the signs of discomfort so could you soften your hands could you soften the tops of your shoulders could you soften the mask of your face Is there any joint space that needs your attention? So sometimes in seated, it's our ankles or our knees, hip joint where the leg meets the hip, or the hip joint where the hips meet the spine that call for our attention. If any of those joints could be more comfortable, go ahead and change position until they are. And then you'll find the most upright, fine balanced breathing posture you can. So what we mean by that, you're pressing down through your sitting bones, whether they're on the block or on the floor, lifting up through your abdominals, so that your rib cage stacks directly over your hips. And for most of us, most of the day, we're being pulled forward toward our computer screen, toward our children, toward gravity. (laughs) So check in bringing your hands to your hips and your ribcage. So that you've got fingertips at your hip rim and thumbs at the lowest ribs you can find and then stack those in one line. Then notice the connection between your ribcage and your head. It's another place that most of the day, the head moves forward of the ribcage. So you're going to come into alignment there by imagining that your sacrum, your upper back, and the back of your head are all up against a wall behind you. Then you can let your arms relax. And we'll take this upright posture to practice breathing deeply. With your next inhale, let the bottom of your rib cage expand. With your exhale, draw your abdominals in to pull the bottom of your rib cage inward. And again, with an inhale, let the very lowest ribs expand. And then a really powerful exhale from your abdominals that draws your rib cage in, diaphragm muscle up, pressing breath out of your lungs. We'll take three more like that. As much as you can fill your lowest ribs with your breath, and as much as you can use your abdominals, empty out. we'll come back to this kind of breathing several times throughout practice what we're practicing we're going to take on ujjayi breath bring one hand to your navel center just below and one hand to the notch between your collarbones if you're not sure what I mean I'm doing it up here you can open your eyes for a moment and you are going to draw your abdominals lightly in so they're supporting your low back and you feel the the firming of the abdomen with your hand and then we're going to bring the breath through the throat, just notch at the collarbones, as if we were drinking it in. And at this point, it's going to fill your back. It's going to fill the space around your heart, but it's not going to get deep down into moving the hand with the uh, navel center or abdominals. So, moving the breath in and out, it's still really full breath. It moves the body more sideways expanding the, the mid ribs and the lowest ribs in back but the abdominal wall stays firm so one thing we're doing is creating a little more of heat in our postures we're getting more of that kind of cleansing tapas of yoga the cleansing heat the directed energy And the other thing we're doing is keeping the abdominals firm so that it can support posture. All right? If, if we let them move in and out with each breath, it creates the, the wobbliness of center. So firmness at center, flow of your breath, and the abdominal lift is just enough that you can maintain it. Okay. Not so much that it feels like hard work in and of itself. It's meant to support the postures. Take one more round of breath here. And you can release the hands and Drop your chin towards your chest, keep your heart lifting toward your face, you'll move your head side to side, taking and opening movements of neck, noticing its connection to the shoulders, skirt of the neck. Comb through any tension there. Back into center and balance your head again over your rib cage. Have some shoulder shrugs, bring in shoulders up to ears and slide them down the back. And with this, go ahead and take one of those kind of emphasizing breaths where the inhale builds a bit of tension in the body, and then the exhale, maybe through the mouth. If If you're in a spot where you could sigh out with each exhale, do that. one more shoulder shrug we're gonna come over to hands and knees so uh, dig kind of blocks props out of the way and hands and knees pause for a moment to re-engage the abdominal wall in so a different angle on breathing here in and out through the nose still working with muscles of the throat no jai. I'm gonna take cat pose with your inhale so as you draw breath in you'll round your back that's untraditional to go this way that's cool exhale into the cow pose one of the reasons we do this little non-traditional breath flow is to keep the spine healthy during that backbend inhale broaden your back spread out and then when you exhale you press your hands down draw your abdominals in forward. So, it may not be the biggest backbend you'll ever do in a cow pose. This one's more about, about the support of the low back as we move the thoracic spine. The thoracic spine is the spine that runs through your rib cage. These actions of cat cow help us to get some space between those vertebrae that get compressed as well as fan out through the ribs the intercostal muscles two sets of those internals and externals that provide support during the day but can get really stiff we sit a lot and one more round center we'll take side bend with an exhale you're going to squeeze your right shoulder towards your right hip cool yeah you look back over you see your hip coming towards you perfect back to center and then the other side squeeze your left side and back to center so we're starting that idea of the squeeze you know, squeeze and soak basically what that is is there's you know, all kinds of muscles that we're moving in these side bends We're putting pressure into some as we squeeze tight and then as we release and go to the other side the blood flow is able to to move more fully through that side bend. A lot of the the postures we'll practice will have this quality of flow between two opposites. To get that effect we twist to one side we twist to the other. Side bend, forward fold, back bend. Get that kind of ringing out. One more round. When you balance both sides, come on back to center. And we're going to walk the hands forward. And shift your hips back as if we're going to take puppy pose. We're not going to quite go down to puppy pose. We're going to turn toes under and stretch your feet. And then let your hips sway side to side. So slightly different type of side bend and let your hips stay over to the right, crawl your left hand forward as far as it's going to go and breathe there for three. Come back to center and we'll switch sides with hips over the left crawl your left right hand forward in through your nose out through your nose if you can keeping the support of your lower abdominals back to center Flip your feet so that the tops, of the feet are on the mat as you sit back to child's pose. A late breaking request and a good one. Several different ways you can approach child's pose. One is with your knees together and your body curled over your legs. One knees apart, body drops through. If you're not sure which one is right for you, try both. Other variations are with the arms. They could tuck back by your sides. You could reach out in front of you. If they're reaching in front of you, I want to bend your elbows. Let the elbows get real soft. Let the shoulders and neck get real soft. Another good option is to stack your hands under your forehead center, like a little pillow, connecting hands to head, inviting stillness. we'll have breath in again that you let everything spread out so your abdominals will let go as you inhale. Expanding as much as possible. And then when you exhale, really pull the abdominals in and press your breath out. Could be through your nose, could be through your mouth. You'll keep the abdominals drawn in and then let the breath move in and out through your nose, the muscles of your throat, Ujjayi. And You can certainly come back to child's pose as often as you like. It's a good place to hang out. It's a good place to recollect yourself. When you're ready, let an inhale float you up through hands and knees to down dog. And take some time moving side to side and so this one just walk your weight into the pose as you go step methodically walking through one foot one calf one knee one set of hamstring muscles and then we'll pause with right knee bent left leg as straight as yours goes press both hands down and forward send your hips up abdominals in have a breath as you empty it out press your hands down and forward more squeeze your arms in and then we'll switch sides Press your hands down and forward evenly, right heel down and back. As We're here in Down Dog. Check in with the alignment of your head, your ribcage, and your hips. Now the three form a diagonal line. That gives you the most space to breathe when those three points are in alignment. Head may try to drop in or you may try to peer forward. So you can get the ears to line up right between your arms and come back to center, both knees soft. Once more, press your hands down, forward, send your hip creases up and back. And empty your breath here through your mouth side, if you like. (sighs) When you're empty, look forward to your hands. Or walk forward into Ragdoll. And with Ragdoll, if your chest and your thighs don't come together, and for, for a lot of us, they don't, you're gonna bring your arms in between. Even better if you get a set of blocks, you slide your blocks in between. One of the things that we're, we're trying to do in Ragdoll is to get an experience of inversion, to get upside down. So this one's less about stretching your hamstrings. We'll do plenty of forward folds to, to do that as the, uh, as the goal. And this one, we wanna let the head drop. We wanna let the rib cage be as upside down as it can be. Changing the shape of how we breathe. You can wrap your arms around each other, you can wrap them around your legs. One of the reasons we do so much of this inversion practice in yoga is that when we're breathing upside down, we're strengthening the respiratory muscles. There's that physical layer, there's also then the, the psychological layer of, of letting things shift and change perspective, turning things upside down on purpose to see them differently. There's a quality of inversion of, of letting go, of emotionally physically, mentally, just let gravity take hold of whatever's not yours. One more breath here. Let your chest be fully supported by your legs. Let your head get real heavy, like your spine's gonna extend. Release your hands, we'll bring feet together. Together could be touching, it might just be uh, close. Depends on your balance. Press into your feet and roll up to standing. Get to the top of the mountain pose. Lift your heart. Spread your arms wide. So we'll go with kind of a Y shape for the mountain pose to get the most breath in. When you exhale, bow forward. Bend at your knees. Send your hips back. Get to the bottom. You let your head go. And you take a halfway lift, a flat back. You're going to bring your hands to your shins to help elongate your spine and then plant your hands we're gonna step back high push-up to cat pose with the exhale that rounding the back and then an inhale the arch of the spine for cow. when you exhale make your way back to down dog so there's option one for the the flow today look forward walk or lightly hop to your hands we'll breathe in lift halfway and bow forward breathe all the way out use your abdominals to press that last bit of breath out keep them drawn in as you rise to standing mountain pose and go wide with the arms spread out through collarbones Get breath and then bow forward feet press down abdominals draw in breathe in lift halfway flat back then plant your hands step back then come down to knees and bend your elbows halfway down chaturanga with the knees down perfect breathe in upward facing dog also knees down from there and with the up dog on the knees we press back hands and knees to down dog and that's option two so always welcome to do the kneelings look forward walk or lightly hop top of the space breathe in to lift halfway breathe out fold forward inhale press your peak down draw your abdominals in and reach wide mountain pose when you exhale bow forward press your feet down abdominals draw in take a halfway lift flat back you can go with either one of the first two options or plant your hands step back low push up we're on the toes if you're there squeeze your legs tight abdominals in upward facing dog Legs squeeze to lift off of the floor. If your knees are down, you go to hands and knees. If your knees are up, you can press into your hands to float your hips back, right? Have a breath here. So those three good options for flowing through. You've got cat cow, you've got kneeling chaturanga and up dog, or on the toes. They're all good. The one that's best for you is the one you can do well right now, And right now at the beginning of the practice might look different than Right now, at the end of the practice, right. so choose your way. When whenever you need to put the knees down or do the spinal flow, cat cow, it's the right time to do it. Look forward to your hands. We're gonna walk or lightly hop top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. And take lunge series a on your inhale reach up to mountain pose focusing in on your ribcage expanding get the breath in exhale bow forward press into your feet pull your abdominals in, get the breath out inhale lift halfway walk your feet a bit apart about hip distance you'll step your right foot back knee down you can press into your front foot to lift your chest and your arms and then hands to the mat step back low push-up or cat pose you go as you choose toes knees right. the upward facing dog and then down dog breathe all the way out When you're empty your breath right foot forward toward your right hand press into your feet to come up high lunge back knee bends arms wide to breathe good and then hands to front of the mat step back left foot to the right inhale lift halfway and exhale fold And then the other side press your feet down inhale reach up and go wide good exhale fold fold breathe in lift halfway we're gonna walk the feet hip distance so you exhale take your left foot back knee comes down press into your front foot so the back knee stays light arms up and open hands to your mat and go through the flow exhale low pusha or cat pose inhale for the back bend exhale to your When you're empty, left foot forward. Press into both feet. Come up high lunge. Get arms wide so you can breathe better. And then fingertips down to the front. Step the back foot up. Feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold down. Go do through one more round of those, focusing on those inhales with the arms overhead. So breathe in. Roll up to stand. Get the arms wide, maybe even cactus them to give yourself space to breathe. Bow with your exhale. Breathe in. Lift halfway, walk your feet a bit apart, hip distance, and step your right foot back. The knee comes down lightly. It's your front foot that presses down to lift your chest. Then arms up and wide, soft through the collarbones, hands to your mouth. Breathe out, low push up, your variation thereof. Breathe in and breathe all the way up. Step your right foot forward. Press down through your feet to reach up and wide with your arms, soft through the collarbones, the skirt of the neck, and fingertips to the front of the mat. Step up, back foot to front. Go ahead. Breathe in, lift halfway. Yeah, you can make that as fancy as you like. Bow forward, breathe out. Press your feet down, inhale your way up to stand. Arms wide, heart lifts. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet hip distance apart. Step your left foot back, knee down, arms up and wide, and then hands to the mat for low push-up. And when you're lowering to low push-up, the shoulders stay at or above elbow height, no lower than that. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Knees can be down if you like. If they are down, you press back hands and knees, and then down dog. Good. Take your left foot forward. Press down into the floor. lift up. Arms wide, so shoulders are soft. And then fingertips down to the floor. Step your back foot up. Breathe in lift halfway. Flat back. And bow forward breathe all, all the way up. Katasana. Chair pose. Sit your hips back. Lift your chest. Same thing. Wide with the arms. Could be cactus arms to help keep the breathing passages free. And then bow forward. Breathe out. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Plant your hands. Step back. Low push up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward, back foot flat, warrior one. Press into your feet, abdominals in, arms wide, so you get lots of space to breathe. And hands to your mouth. Step back. Empty your breath. Good. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Left foot forward. Plant your feet. Lift your abdominals. Lift your chest. Arms out wide. Good. And then hands to the back. You step back and lower to low. Push up your elbows. Hug toward your body. They don't need to touch, but they hug in. Upward facing dog. Breathe. Good. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Taking a breath here through your nose. You know, let it out through your mouth. <sighs> and look forward, walk. or lightly hot, top of the mouth. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold forward. Sun be again. Sit your hips back, ukatasana. As you lift the chest and the arms, you're considering that breathing passage. Right? Bow forward, breathe out. Right, so sometimes like even if you can get the arms high, it's not useful. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands step back. As you lower into low push-up, the elbows hug toward the body. This is where you want a lot of stability as you breathe out. And breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Right foot forward, plant your feet as you breathe in. Lift arms up and wide. And then hands to the mat for low push-up. And only halfway down, no further. Could be not quite halfway down too. Doesn't have to go all there. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Left foot forward, plant both feet abdominals in, chest up, arms wide. I like to pretend I'm throwing flowers into the air. You throw whatever you like. Press into your feet, bringing your hands down. When you step back, low push up. And the chest never goes below the elbows. That's important. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Empty. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop. Top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Bow forward, breathe out. Inhale, Ukatasana, chair pose. We're gonna move on to three warriors. Exhale, bow forward, chest to your thighs. And empty. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Plant your hands Step back. Low push-up. It could be cat cow. If you're going to low push-up, chest stays above the elbow height. Never goes below. You go to up dog directly from there. So and down dog. Breathe all the way out. Right foot forward. Warrior one. Plant your feet. Reach up. The arms go wide. And then open out to warrior two. Feet come onto one track, front toes point straight ahead. Press into your feet. Reverse warrior, big side bend. And press into your feet. Cartwheel your hands down to the mat. You can step back down, dog, or lower to low push up. Right? Chaturanga. Stops at that halfway point. Then the chest moves upward into upward facing dog. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. Left foot forward, warrior one. Reach up, breathe in, arms are wide. And open out to warrior two as you exhale. Big breath in as you lift up into reverse. Press into your feet a cartwheel your hands to your mat. Press into the floor with your hands as you lower only about halfway down chest stays above the elbows and you glide upward and up dog knees can go down the chest stays up down dog breathe all the way up breath here through your nose let it out through your mouth and then come forward to a high plank with your exhale, you're press back to down dog. Two more, like that. Come forward, high plank, and press back down dog. One more. Inhale forward, find the full inhale. Exhale down dog. Pause here, so that you're gaze between your feet, breathe in, and out through your mouth, back to Ujjayi, breath in, when you exhale, you're going to float forward, bring your right knee to your right elbow, inhale back to down dog. And then exhale, left knee to left elbow. Inhale, back to down dog. Line up hips, ribcage, head. Exhale, right knee to right elbow. As you're coming into the plank, you line up hips, ribcage, head. And step back, down dog. Those three points line up diagonally. You shift forward, left knee to left elbow. Hips, ribcage, head, one line. Inhale, down dog. One more time through. Forward, right knee, and right elbow. You're looking forward on the floor so you can line up hips, ribcage, head. Inhale back. And then the left side. And step back down dog. We're going to take it all the way to child's pose. Breath in and breath out. Long, slow breath in and empty it out. Next inhale, you're going to make your way up to Down Dog. moment. Then we're going to take the same breath pattern. Inhale here in down dog. Body lined up, hips, ribcage, head. When you exhale, bring your right knee to your left elbow. So a twist. Keep your gaze forward. We're still lining up on that one plane. And then back to down dog. The hips, ribcage, head all in one slide down. And then left knee, the right elbow. Look forward on the floor and imagine that plank in your spine again. Inhale back to down dog. So, right knee across, the twist at the abdominals. Inhale back down dog, untwist. Left knee over to right elbow, maybe you can go beyond. Back to down dog. Exhale, right knee. And step back down dog. and exhale. Left knee and back to down dog. And bring once again knees down and sit hips to heels for child's pose. Pause here. Let your forehead center roll across your mat so that your neck. Unwind. You might even consider as you're rolling the forehead across the mat, lengthening your neck with each rotation, so that you're a little further away, a little longer through the spine. Make your way back to your center. Pause. Feel the memory of the movement. on an inhale up to hands and knees and downward dog inhale your right leg back behind you for three-legged dog and here you take that alignment again of head ribs rib cage and hips one diagonal line up then up through the top heel you reach press your hands down Heel up, one line through your body. When you exhale, come forward, fold your knee in toward your chest. Look to your right hand. We're gonna step into a low lunge, press yourself up to a crescent, reach. And in staying upright, we're gonna twist. So you'll let your right arm move back behind you, left arm forward. So, so we're taking this twist again to align hips, cage, spine and bring your hands out of it, bring your hand to your sacrum. It's okay for you to touch your sacrum. Make sure that your sacrum is vertical. So the sacrum is the bone at the base of the spine between the hip bones. And we're bringing down tailbone points down, you can think of it that way. And you can see what it feels like to tip the tailbone back and then to bring it kind of neutral, right, which is what we're looking for. The abdominals can come in to support this then. If you tip back, you can feel the spill kind of the pelvis forward. It's harder for the abdominal muscles to contract. So in staying upright, we're gonna focus in on the tailbone pointing down, sacrum being level. Then when you've got the arms extended, let's take them to, to cactus or to um, to trays, like you're holding two trays in your hands. We're gonna focus in on the hips staying square with the front of the mat, turning the collarbones, the, uh, the shoulder girdle toward the right if you want to extend your arms from here you can what we don't want to do is leverage with the arms and the shoulder joint so if you can pull the arm way back behind you that's the shoulder mobility what we're looking for is this twist of the the abdominals rib cage that can be done with bent elbows that can be done with your hands at your shoulders or your ribs to really kind of investigate for yourself what's turning because right, we don't these just says twist and we just twist any way we want and uh, then think about what's for dinner All right, so your hands on your body really good way to stay present with what's going on in there and we're gonna look to the front hand and reverse the. Uh, you can take your right hand to your right hip you can take your right hand to your left thigh you can wrap the arm around your back the line that you're working it's from your back foot up through the pinky and ring finger tip you go up and back to your heart's content and then on an exhale car your hands down step back down dog we're going to go right to down dog have a breath and notice how you feel Then again, we're going to bring awareness to the alignment of head, rib cage, and hips. And like with most things, it's easier to feel it if we we kind of misalignment. So and look up toward your navel. You can feel how your head just dropped out of line there. And then take the gaze and sweep it forward toward the front of your mat like you were getting ready to jump there. Usually the eyebrows lift here too. I'm not sure why, but they do. Then you're going to bring the head back into alignment with your arms so that you feel your neck take on its natural shape. Your gaze set somewhere back there around your big toes. It softens. The same thing with the rib cage. You can feel it kind of pull up like cat pose. For most of us, if we straighten our legs, we can uh, can feel the rib cage pull up like cat pose. And then bend the knees. And then you can like flare the ribs too far down like puppy pose. <laughs> that generally pokes the head up. Right. So the way to know that your rib cage is in line right, is that you can draw your abdominals in, you can draw your hip creases up and back, and your head stays aligned between your arms. Keep that. Send your left leg back behind you and up. Three-legged dog. And so now from your hands through the heel, you've got one line. From your head to your tailbone, you got one line. It's a diagonal line, but one line of energy moving up from the floor and also down into the floor. It's going both directions. Breath in. And when you exhale, bend your knee and come forward. Good. And a step. Come on up take upright lunge crescent lunge and an upright twist so bend your back knee draw the abdominals in get that and then you feel your ribs go ahead and take your take your hands to your rib cage even though you probably know your rib cage quite well Uh, find your rib cage and then again the thumbs to the lowest ribs and the fingertips to the hip points we want the same alignment as seated and then you keep this alignment intact as we twist so you start to twist and the hip points stay pointing forward the rib cage stays stacked above the hips and then you take the arms out you don't have to twist is just as effective with the hands in on your shoulders or your rib cage for those of us that are a little more flexible and if by nature you know you're more flexible press into your back foot squeeze your back glute right, to avoid that leg falling in right. see sometimes it's good not to be in the, in the more flexible camp right. then as you're working with this lower abdominals are staying firmly in right. The upper abdominals are helping you pull into the twist So, we're the back muscles. So, you feel one shoulder blade moving toward the spine, one shoulder blade moving away. Good. Good. Really good. Stamp your front foot down into the floor. Let that lift your chest up. Good. Good. I'm going to look to the front hand. We're going to reverse it the right arm up left hand can come down to your hamstring and can come to your hip one use for it on the left hip is that the left hip does tend to hike up right So particularly if you have a little more flexibility it'll go up we want the left hip to drop down we want both hips to drop down and then the right side body to elongate so the power line here is from your back foot up to your pinky and ring finger tip you go up you go back find your heart's delight there And then we'll cartwheel down, step back, down uh, dog. Have a breath in through your nose. And let it out through your mouth. Bring your right knee down the center of your mouth. Spin open into kneeling side plank. when you look down your right arm the right hand's a little in front of the shoulder we're gonna take a side bend and so let's take the top arm reach it for the front wall your front wall your front whatever you got going on press into your back foot reach the pinky and ring fingertip. if you'd like you step the right leg up and under the left for the straight leg side bend And if you prefer a wild thing, either of the the songs, but uh, if you like the pose, it's stepping your left foot behind. Squeeze your right glute with your fingertips. Breath in spread wide. When you exhale, we're all coming back to center in hands and knees. On your inhale, you're gonna take your right arm up and it's gonna be like, oh, thank you for getting off of me. And then come down and through to twist, bring the right shoulder to the floor. And you can lay the side of your head on the mat. If it doesn't quite get there, a block is in order so that you can rest it. Okay. One thing that you wanna key into here, and it's an unusual position to be in unless you, uh, drop your keys under the couch a lot um, guilty this kind of a downward facing twisting pose we want to go back to where's your head where's your ribcage where are your hips the hips may try to swing off to the side if so you can bring them to center the head may try to curl in or jut chin forward see if you can bring it more into centerline. center line press your arm into the floor get more rotation. If you would like then to extend your left leg back, take this into weird stuff, go for it. Get as weird as you like to your heart's content. And then we'll add one, slowly come back to center, hands and knees, reestablish that as a strong pose. And then a round of cat-cow, round and arch. Downward-facing dog, you'll tuck your toes under, send your hips up and back. Have a breath in through your nose. Let it out through your mouth. Bring your left knee down. Spin open into kneeling side plank. Here's another place where you've got hips, ribcage, head. It's like they're against a wall, right? So squeeze the extended leg, draw your dom- abdominals in. Your sacrum's against the wall, ribcage on the same wall. You take a peek down, be sure that your left hand is a little in front of the shoulder. Then the side bend, reach the right arm overhead toward your front wall. Press down through the back foot. Reach through pinky and ring finger tip. Check in with the space between your shoulder and your neck. That's not meant to be compressed. So the reach is happening because you're pressing your rib cage forward. Even though we're, we're, we're thinking about the hand out here and fingertips, there's more rib cage lengthening than the shoulder lifting. If you'd like, you step out into straight legs. You keep squeezing your leg to reach more through. Heart moving forward. Fingertips moving forward. If you'd like wild thing, you step the right foot back behind you onto the ball of the foot. Press both feet down. Breathe here for three. One more breath in. As you exhale, we're going to come back to center. We're all going to meet in hands and knees. Reestablish that. And then left arm up the get off the wrist asana. Then down and through. And again, so this downward facing twist. Hips, rib cage, head, one line. Check in, particularly the back of the neck in this one. This one, this, the spine kind of likes to curl over to the right. So you can get the spinal line down the center of your mouth. thinking about getting a sharpie and just like drawing a, a line in the center of my mat to make sure that I'm the, I don't think it's the worst idea. Press your arm into the floor. If you'd like to get fancy with this, you can extend the right leg back. At that extension of the leg is gonna come from the arm pressing the floor. Here for three. Two one more. And then we'll unwind. We'll slowly come back to center knees down. Hands and knees. Take an inhale into cat. And then exhale to cow. inhale back to downward facing dog. When you get there, have a breath out through your mouth. <sighs> Look forward through your hands, walk or lightly hop to see that we're going come down to the floor for bridge and wheel. And if you have blocks, go ahead and um, take them. One of the things you could do. You could place a block between your legs, for the bridge or the wheel, could also place the blocks underneath your hands or feet for the bridge or the wheel. start with planting your arms and your feet for bridge or your hands and your feet for wheel. Press down into the floor or your blocks and come on up. We'll breathe here for five, four, As you're breathing here, press your feet down through the ball, the big toe. And you'll find activation up your legs, inner thighs, all the way up through your psoas muscles there. Keep that breath in. And as you breathe out, come down slow. Keep pressing into your feet, particularly the ball of your big toe as you come down. Then you'll walk your feet wide to the edges of your mat and let your knees sweep side to side, windshield wipers. As you're going with these, the feet stay on the edge of the mat. You're gonna squeeze with the glute muscle. Yeah, the one that's that's on top, the one that's lifting up off the mat. Squeeze to lift the hip up. Again, we're trying to get into this this upper portion of, of the psoas muscle. Really deep muscle of the hip flexors runs all the way up toward the rib cage. Super important how we walk and sit, but also how we breathe, and how able we are to breathe, how resilient our breathing is. We have one more round through. and Back to center. We'll set up for a second bridge or wheel. Can hug a block between your legs. You can take blocks under hands or feet. You make your way up. And the reason why the blocks would go under hands or feet is it gives you a longer lever. So if you tend to have shorter legs, shorter arms, you can get a little more from the pose with the hands or feet on the blocks. And press into the ball of your big toe. Other points of the foot as well, but particularly. That side wants to pop up as you press into the ball of your big toe. Legs naturally hug in, give you a little more support, a little more of the opening for the hip flexor muscles. They're the ones that want to pull the knees out. You drop in, have a breath, and then slowly come down. (laughs) And once again, we'll take the feet apart. Knee side to side, a couple rounds through, sweeping the legs, and then we'll pause with the knees over to the right. As you do, squeeze your left glute muscle so the left leg is lifting from the work of the left hip. You're going to reach your left arm back behind you let it reach as far as it will and then if you want to take your right hand and catch the wrist you can do that if you'd like to take your right foot to the left thigh that's a good move too as long as it's okay with your knee and the heel doesn't go towards the knee it goes more up toward the the mid thigh if that's comfortable if that feels good to you stay if that's too much you take the heel away if you didn't need it you didn't need it With the left arm that's extended behind you, check in with that shoulder. Could the shoulder soften? Need a little more reach through the rib cage instead. breath in, let's spread the side seam of your body. And as you breathe out, you'll draw yourself back to center. Use your abdominals, press the breath out, and then let the knees fall to the other side. Pause there, squeeze of your right glute, first thing. So this first thing is a support there of the musculature. Then the reach of the right arm can go back. Just check in with the space between neck and shoulder be sure that's not getting compressed. You catch your right wrist with your left hand. If that's comfortable for you, if that doesn't kind of add to any tension around the shoulder, it's not that important. You can just keep things in place. it's the side seam of the ribs that we're really working with here so get your body aligned well for the breathing that's going on in your right side and if you like cross the left foot over that can give you a little a little extra here where you're pressing the right leg into the left foot gives you a little more of the twisting aspect of it but it's not meant to push the knee down all the, all the attention all the awareness coming to you the side seam of the body getting longer, the twist becoming more active as you breathe. One more breath in, fill the side seam of your body. And then as you exhale draw your abdominals in unwind back to center Realign yourself so you've got your hips your ribs your head in one line your low back and your neck long and then bring knees to chest give them a good hug in a little rock side to side across your hips take that into happy baby if you like that pose same thing, little rock side to side, little massage out for the sacrum, and then let things come back to center and stillness. Let your legs release to supta body consciousness. Soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. One hand to your navel, one hand to your heart. And you'll let your breath get big and free again. As you feel the hand on your navel rise with your inhale. Feel the drawing away of the abdomen from the hand on your exhale. The big deep breaths, we're giving internal organs a little massage, giving things a little pressure to move stuff through and out. One more big breath in, expand every direction that you can. And then as you release your breath, let your body release out into Shavasana, deep relaxation, which traditionally is arms and legs comfortably extended from center outward. For some of us, it's not the most comfortable resting pose. If you fall into that category and you feel like your low back is just not helped out by this pose, slide the soles of your feet to the floor. Let your knees rest against each other that helps, cool. And if it doesn't, if something else is more comfortable for you, any way that you can rest and feel held by the floor. And the movement of air on your skin. movement of breath in your body and the stillness of your being that happens when you feel the earth, you feel the air, you feel your breath and tune into exactly what is happening exactly right now. ready to come back, start with wiggling your fingers and your toes, and have a full breath in, empty out through your mouth. So roll to a comfortable side <laughs> and make your way up to seated. And will take a moment to again realign rib cage over hips and head over rib cage. So you're sitting in the optimal position for your breath where you can feel your lowest ribs expand with your inhale and draw in with your exhale we'll draw our hands together at heart center. Thumbs to sternum and lift sternum to thumbs. You have a sense of buoyancy in your body. Let that buoyancy of the body become a buoyancy of the mind and heart as we draw thumbs to forehead center and offer each other. Namaste. Thanks so much for joining us. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash 3dogyoga and sign up for an ongoing pledge of $5 or $12 if you'd like to add a monthly Zoom class to your yoga experience. You can also join us online for daily live stream classes by going to our website, 3 Till next time, namaste.